So welcome to another edition of the Nine Notes podcast. Um, we started off there with uh, the excellent ACXDC, um, brilliant band that we've kind of um, missed out on seeing this year because Dreadfest sadly got cancelled but moved to next year, so sad times. But that was a song called Gorged uh, and it's off their latest release called uh, Satan is King. Um, absolutely brilliant stuff. Uh, Pete, you picked this one. Was it because um, you kind of seen the name on, on Dreadfest or... Uh, yeah, that, that, well, of I've I've listened for a few years actually. Um, you know, I'm not massively into power ballads that type of thing, but I do like, you know, I like I know of the bigger bands. You know, I know the the bands like uh, bands like ACX, DX, DC. I'm I'm not. I know it's uh, Antichrist, Demon Core. I don't quite know how to, yeah, what to call them as. <laughs> Is it ACDC? Anyway, yeah. Um, and despise you, who we saw last year as well. You know, I know I I, you know, I love all that stuff, and when it's done as well as it is done by, you know, by this band. Um, There's a real rush about it. And, you know, this album's out on, well, on Friday, on the day of the release of this podcast. So, you know, I kind of jumped the gun a bit. I couldn't wait for to get into the whole album. I think there's two or three pre-release tracks, and that was enough. I was like, it's particularly this song. I think it's, you know, it's a bit longer than some of the, you know, it's two minutes rather than one minute. Um, But (laughs) That's long for power Yeah, yeah, it's everything everything about you know why they're good it's you know just a thrill and that you know they've been around for um i think it's 2003 so you know this is they've kind of honed their craft and they're you know they're getting stronger and stronger they'd have been brilliant to see in like temple of women in leeds yeah you know just, yeah you know, hope, hope we get to see them again yeah i mean this song's brilliant it's kind of like goes through several different genres like like power violence does really kind of does a bit of everything in those two minutes, doesn't it? So it's just really cool stuff. It reminds me a little bit. It's got an iron lung vibe to it. That's a that's a very obvious kind of reference point. But yeah, mm. you know, um, power violence is by its very nature quite um, trope driven, I guess. Like it, it's sort of um, if you're going to be playing it, there's a certain style, there's a certain sort of expectation. But this stood out for me definitely. Really interesting. Cool. Yep. So as ever nine tracks that we sort of bring you every week at the moment uh the best of new releases that we found uh sometimes we've played a few reissues lately actually so that's not, not entirely true but it's um new releases to, if it's new to us it's going on a podcast um so yeah we we've picked some absolute brilliant stuff this week i thought um real variation of stuff like a bit of um stoner stuff a bit of doom a bit of um deathy stuff so yeah it's it's uh, it's all here to consume. So next band uh, is something that I found uh, by a band called Uprising uh, from Germany. Um, really, um, sort of stuck out to me. Like this uh, reminds me of a release that we played um, earlier in the year called uh, "The Dream Is Dead," um, and it, it's just kind of like rousing um, black metal, I guess, like black and roll, maybe a little bit, bit black and roll. Um, what do you make of this, Pete? Because it's it's a bit mad. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. Um, it's the thing I got, and I, I don't really kind of get into lyrics much. Is you can almost kind of transpose everything onto current situations. So it's like, um, you know, even from the title, uh, yeah. like there's no such thing as hope. But you know, title of this track, um, it's fitting you know, it's, at the moment. Obviously stark, yeah, yeah. Obviously stark. It's black metal and everything, but um, you know, some of the some of the lines in this, I've just, you know, kind of read through the lyrics, which you can kind of see, you know, they, they put up on uh, Bandcamp. And it's, like, it's almost, I, I suspect this is long written, this Jack, but, you know, maybe just black metal kind of suits this, you know, this um, time of strangeness and, and, you know, isolation and sadness and, you know, unrest. It's just so that you could, you know, you could read the lyrics, of, you know, 50% of it and, and feel it was written for this time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, I guess the the band is named after um, well, it's called Uprising, isn't it? So, you know, it's kind of like when desperation has taken hold in the past, it's it's been called an uprising. Like, you know, there's a, there's a famous one where we're from, well, when, where I'm from, uh, the Lincolnshire Rising, where they sort of rebelled against the church, and and the the artwork on here kind of suggests that kind of idea, and the lyrics definitely um, mm. talk of kind of frustration and. Where are we going? What's happening? Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I, 
yeah. completely. So just as well, there's a, I mean, there's a line. I've, I knew there's a line. I kind of I just look for it there, and it says like perception of futility kills all reasons. And I think, you know, like that for you know, like the kind of frustrations at the moment of, um, you know, of, you know, in England in in the UK, like our government's kind of mishandling of this crisis, and yet the futility of Satterton kind of being unable to do anything except rant on Facebook about it. I think there is that kind of, you know, that real, you know, a lot of people are feeling that kind of real uh, depression around that. So, yeah, you know, this is where, you know, like a, a, a time for black metal to truly kind of show its, um, you know, it's lyrical worth. It's kind of, you know, it, it fits now, I think. And this this kind of definitely uh, is in line with that. Absolutely, and I think like on first on first impressions, you could probably just say oh, it's just another black metal release. But I feel like they've hit the nail on the head here. Um, like you say, it's very sort of there's a, there's a word for this. It's contemporaneous. It's um it's just there and it's of the moment. So yeah, very cool. Um, so yeah, uh, we're gonna play the song. There's no such thing as hope. Um, it's off um, a release called Two. Um, and you can get this at uprisingblackmetal.bandcamp.com You know, hope is a mistake. <laughs>
Excellent. So that was the band uh, Uprising. Uh, really good stuff there. Uh, we're going to talk about an old favourite of ours here, I guess. Like um, We've been sort of writing about this band and we've seen this band um, a few times, I guess, between us. Um, Occult Karate. So um, they've got a new album called La Ilden Lysa. Um, yeah, and it, I've only heard the two tracks that have kind of been released on Bandcamp, but you, I gather you've listened to the whole record. But we're going to play a song yeah. called Loathe Forever and it just... I couldn't stop playing it. That's that's my endorsement straight away. Yes, uh, which you know is the best endorsement. They're, they're an incredible band. We do, you know, we 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 are big fans of the band. We I think our the first time both of us uh, came across and was together when we saw them for Kylisa in yeah. Sheffield, um, and we didn't know anything about the band, and we just stood there, and they kind of I, I I you know I clearly remember you saying turn him to it's like. Uh, Dark Throne, you know, like Dark Throne with, um, like with punk elements. Although, yeah, yeah. Dark Throne themselves do that. Yeah. Um, and uh, from that, I, I don't know if it's at the gig or shortly afterwards, like from eBay or something. I got uh, an EP of theirs, which is incredible. It's one of the early ones called Ingham Bite Out. Uh, and I, you know, I'd really recommend anyone kind of searching that out. I, I checked it before on like Discogs, I think it was, and it was it's, it's only about three quid. It's, it's a fantastic EP. And then since then, they put out kind of, you know, that's, you know, that's God knows when that came out, um, 2010. So that's, you know, 10 years ago since then, they've had, you know, several records and they've gone from this, you know, you know, a kind of black metal, but not kind of like madly into it. You know, there's not the whole imagery and they're not, you know, it's, it, it's original. They've got a slight, you know, they always, even back then they had like a, um, a hint of originality beyond, you know, the, the core tropes of it. Um, and then through, you know, the progression through the albums, um, they've, they've, they've grown into something not completely different, but just added different layers to it to the point where, you know, and they joined Southern Lord as well, which, you know, this record's on as well. And um, the last album, which was called Raspberry Dawn, um, was, a, a, you know, complete... Um, complete kind of curveball it had you know like it sounded like um the cure it was you know real kind of 80s gothy indie mm. pop um bits to it uh and it it threw me i think i review it and I, I i reviewed it not negatively but saying this is really brave and amazing but i'm not sure how much i'm ever going to listen to it uh and i've listened to it loads you know i, I was I, yeah. my review proved wrong and um but you know, I've got T-shirts this band. I really, you know, I think they're really kind of underrated. They they deserve, you know, a lot kind of to be, you know, more central in in kind of terms. Mm. You know, people should know about this band more. I think they've probably stripped that back a bit. You know, in terms of the eighties, uh, you know, synth stuff uh, on this album. Although you can kind of still hear it, it's still in the sound, even in this track. I think of the vocals. There's, yeah, definitely. Yeah, the vocals, yeah. and there's just like an air above this. You know, it kind of look like a low lying cloud of. You know where you've got the, you know, you still got that kind of that punk and the black metal influences in there. There's just something about it, and that's what makes them brilliant. That's what makes them different, and you know, it's what makes every release something you 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 know you look forward to. And really, you know, like one of those bands are really chuffed that there's a new album coming out, um, and it lives up to it. <laughs>
So talking of an 80s influence and, and kind of um, the sort of synthy stuff, we're going straight into something which is kind of fitting that bill as well, really. Um, a band called Executioner's Mask have um, just released a ba- an album called um, Despair Anthems on Profound Lore. And they've only released one song so far, but it's absolutely brilliant. I think it's out sort of July, so we've got to wait a while to sort of hear the rest of this. But this is brilliant, I thought. Just one song, three minutes of just Sisters of Mercy worship, but done so well. And um, when you sort of read into it, uh, you wonder why this is on Profound Lore, because, you know, they're kind of... Um, famous for their like heavy or experimental kind of stuff. This is rather pop orientated, I guess. Um, mm. Turns out it's um, Ryan Wilson, who's um, well, um, he's in a band called Intestinal Disgorge, which sort of fits the bill. But uh, Jay Gambit from Crowhurst is on vocals. Um, yeah, just it it feels to me like this is like. Um, a band of people kind of paying tribute to their influences or, or their, you know, their fan, the fans of this kind of sound and, and they just want to kind of do something fun. And you can hear they're having fun on this, can't you? Even yeah. if it's a bit, you know, serious. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is, it is good. It, 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 you know, it reminds me of, of funnily enough, the Occult Gravity record I was talking about before, the Raspberry Dawn record. Yeah. Um, and, the you know, Sister Mercy, even like bands like Joy Division in there, Definitely. Um, I, the other kind of, you know, I have to kind of bring it back to, you know, like uh, to metal bands I know, just because I don't have much knowledge of any <laughs> other type of music. But I, I don't know if you remember the band Beast Milk, who, um, yes, who did this sound as well really well, and for some reason were kind of mixing in in metal circles, and I, I could never quite figure that out why. But you know, I think they play Tempest Wrestle as well. But yeah, all that kind of mixing, you know, it makes it. It's not something I'd normally listen to, but you know, you're glad you get the opportunity. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I I, I want to hear the rest of the record because I feel like if this this might be like a one-off, because um, there's like eleven tracks on there, and I think they've only released one so far. But um, no doubt we'll get this through for review soon. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just fascinated to see where this goes next. Really, so um, you can get this at profoundlawrecords.bandcamp.com. Um, the band is Executioner's Mask, and this song's called No Funeral. Bury him, bury him under the 
to play something from Heavy Psych Sounds, the label now. So, I mean, we, we play quite a lot from this label. We've, we've said this before. Um, and they release quite a lot of um, stone rock stuff, psychedelic stuff, really interesting kind of um, varied label, I guess. Um, and yeah, I, I really like this track you picked, Pete. It's by a band called The, the Sonic Dawn. Mm. Um, did this come through for review? I'm guessing it did because we, we usually get quite a lot uh, from these guys. Yes, it did actually. Yeah, I was just trying to think it came through quite a while ago. It, it's had a delayed release, I think right. twice delayed because, um, you know, they couldn't get the records and things, you know, the label couldn't get it. And, you know, fair enough. I'm surprised you haven't seen that more, to be honest. Um, but it's now finally come around to the time for it to be released. And yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, I listened to it quite a while ago now. And but it's a band that you know I'm aware of from before. We, uh, I don't think it was the last album, but a, a, an album they released in 2017 uh, called Into the Long Night is an mm. album I reviewed uh, on Nine Hertz at the time. So, um, you know, well aware of them. The uh, and this, you know, continues. You know what they do. It's it, it is, you know, it's really kind of chilled San Francisco's 1960s psych. You know, the real kind of mellow side. There's no kind of heavy you know heavy uh, explorations of the stars in this this is no. <laughs> pure summer of love type stuff oh, it is, yeah, um, and you know and for all that you know some i i don't think i'll list to list to them whole albums because it's you know that's not my thing but when they get it you know in terms of songs when the the best songs on these albums are really you know they're, they're really kind of fun to just kind of sit back to and and lighten the mood definitely and um yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I listened to this and got in touch with you and said, look, it, this sounds exactly like uh, a band from um, the UK called Ultimate Painting. I think yeah. they've split up now. But yeah, it kind of had that kind of really chilled out, happy, sun sort of soaked sound to it. And I mean, that's not unusual coming from heavy psych sounds. I mean, a lot of the stuff it does sort yeah. of lighten your mood and, you know, make you feel quite relaxed and... Yeah, it's just just really nice music. So I mean, we're, we're playing like quite a short song called um, "Hits of Acid," um, mm. and it's literally like saying, "Hey, you should probably take acid or something." <laughs> Basically, that that's the message that I'm getting from the song. But I gather that the um, album is basically about like finding yourself again. It sounds like someone in the band has had a bit of a hard time. I think it's the front man actually from the description, um, mm. where he lost a member of his family, lost his job, and. Yeah, just kind of um, sounds like he went in on himself a little bit and kind of just came out the other side, you know, feeling very creative. So that's where this has come from, I guess, which is great. Mm. You know, it's like a really nice sort of catharsis for some people, music. So it's quite nice to hear that, that story. And he's made this beautiful album from from being in that situation. So, um, you know, we had Uprising earlier kind of um, asking where the hell we are. And this guy's saying, well, actually, don't worry about it. Everything's fine. Mm. <laughs> Um, so yeah, yeah. Uh, we could play um, the song Hits of Acid um, and it's off the album um, Enter the Mirage and you get this at Heavy Psych Sounds um, records.bandcamp.com see what you think Try to widen the magnifier lens 
we've sort of played a kind of psychedelic song, but I think this is like full on, like you said before, like um, space exploration kind of weirdness, um, quite sort of motoric stuff we're going to play next. So the band name is fantastic. It's Radar Men from the Moon, which is one of the best names I've ever heard, I think. Um, and they've released countless albums over the years, and they're from Eindhoven in the Netherlands, um, which I think is where um, one of the psych fests takes place. I think it's called the Eindhoven Psychedelic Symposium or something like that. Um, but they've released um, like collaborations with Nod, Cosmic Dead, um, and various bands like that. And yeah, this this latest one um, is kind of yeah. I, I don't know if it's more of the same or, or what, but it's like psych rock, kind of repetitive, experimental, bit weird. Um, yeah, new album's called The Best Your Light, and I, I just thought this was. Really interesting. Have you heard of this band before, Pete? I haven't, no, and I don't know why, really. Um, it's great stuff, isn't it? Yeah, it, it was interesting. I, I, and I suppose it's good in a way that I didn't have, kind of have a preconception of, of what they sounded like because it does fit in, you know, it sits in the middle of a few things. It's not, you know, it isn't pure, you know, pure trip. We've just, you know, we've just played kind of Sonic Dome, which is one end of set, you know, there's a real kind of hippie light mood. And this, this is more kind of, you know, um, more of the bad trip, you know, experimental side, and and it is that repetitiveness that I liked about it. It kind of, it just kind of hangs there as a, almost like as a threat in the background, you know. Particularly with like the front man who's quite, um, quite, you know, at the front of this, um, almost like this repetitive, you know, like shadow threat at the back covering his back. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. You know, really interesting. I think you know, in a in a really good way. Yeah, um, I think. Um, the rest of the album sort of follows a similar tack, but this one's got that kind of brooding, strange kind of threat to it. Like you say, it's it's sort of quite foreboding as an opener. Um, it's like it sounds electric though, doesn't it? it? Sounds really sort of pulsing and yeah, kind of you know out there. So yeah, I really like this, and um, yeah, I, I listened through to the album uh, several times uh, over the weekend. So um, really enjoyed this. So you can get this at Tartarus Records. You can get this at Fuzz Club Records. There's um, several different kind of formats for this. Um, but yeah, just thought this was really cool. So playing the opening track from Bastion Light, uh, this is Breeding. <laughs> Thank you. 
we're going to talk about a band that we've probably played on the podcast before, but not sure. But here's here's a um, yeah here's another airing of this band. So, Old Man Lizard, um, really interesting band that have kind of been making waves like in in the sort of live scene for a few years now. I guess did they play one of those HRH things that we went to, Pete? Um, I don't know if they did. I didn't see him. So oh, right, okay. Uh, although I'm not massively committed to that. Festival, good, anyway. good anecdote. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, 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 where I know them from, originally, the first time I, well, not the first time I heard them, but the first time I listened to them was um, a self-titled uh, album from mm. kind of five years ago, and I reviewed it. Uh, reviewed it by then. We'd heard that you know the one of them names you hear that you know the, in the UK doom scene, so yeah. that's inevitable. Um, and I, well, not I think I know that there. I don't want to call them a side band, but they're, they're a band which contained members of other bands that were kind of probably more well-known. Uh, Slab Jagger in particular. Right. Um, I think yeah. it's the, not the jummy. Anyway, well, my one member is Slab Jagger plus uh, Meadows. Uh, and I think they're connected with that, you know, the kind of southeast, um, you know, the real kind of uh, productive scene down there. Um, and... You know, my experience, like, listening to them, they've got a couple of albums. They've got this uh, kind of progressive stoner sound to them. I I really like that about it. You know, it's something a bit different. Almost a bit kind of maybe, like, taint. um, Yeah, definitely. You know, even bands like, say, I I think I was looking at the review earlier, kind of Three Stages of Pain, or there's that Welsh band, uh, Street Blacks, you know, know, a a mature stoner sound. Yeah. and then, uh, so Wasted State kind of put a, a message out a few weeks ago saying uh, they've got this release coming, a, a kind of two-way split between uh, Old Man Lizard and a band called Big Pig from from America, who yeah. I've not heard before. Um, and then and what came at that time was the artwork. And yeah. it's <laughs> incredible. You know, kind of never seen anything like it, really. Yeah. Um, where this... You know, and then it's two sided, and on one, you know, one band's each band's got one side, uh, and the best bit about it, you know, it's a classical like picture in itself, but then shadowy pictures of the band, it, it, it's so preposterous, it's brilliant. Yeah, it's kind of um, like one of those, um, those t shirts you get down the market, yes, you know, yes, <laughs> yeah, with wolves on, you know, that's exactly yeah. what I was thinking, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, I, and then you it's know, awesome so, for it. it it is, yeah. And this came out uh, last week. Yeah, Listen to it, and as it, it, whether this is just my misconception, it, it's a slight departure from what I kind of expect from Old Man Lizard. That kind of, you know, that um, almost mature kind of stoner sound. It, it, it's more like, and the band it kind of reminds me of a Chubby Thunderous uh, back say, yeah. You know, like <laughs> it's you know, there's it's all about drinking beer and it, you know, it's fun time kind of big riff stuff, but. And some of that's, you know, there are bands out there who do that type of thing. I won't name names who I really don't like, but but this is good, you know, like Chubby yeah. Thunder is good. Uh, it, you know, it, it's fun. Yeah, it's tongue-in-cheek. It's it's kind of, it's very aware of itself, and, and I think it's good like that. I mean, for God's sake, the, the title's Queasy Like Sunday Morning, so, you know, yeah. kind of sum it up like that, really. Um, it's quite simple, really. Um, yeah, I, I just really enjoyed this. Um the big pig side um, maybe wasn't kind of my immediate bag, but like I can understand why they've kind of paired with them. It's really sort of bombastic stuff, isn't it? But um, yeah, I just thought it's like a really cool release. Split seven inches, um, always my thing. Like two bands coming together to do something creative. So yeah, really cool. Yep.
right, so um, going from quite sort of laid back, I guess, stuff in, in comparison, we're going to play um, a band I found on uh, 20 Book Spin this week called uh, Void Ceremony. Um, now, we, we keep playing um, music that kind of um, strays into the portal end of kind of death metal, like te- technical stuff, but kind of very, very sludgy, very sort of just very busy and, and sort of things going everywhere and, and it's quite sort of elemental I guess is the, is the word for this but this this one stood out to me I mean we, we hear a lot of that stuff these days but this one stood out to me in particular because it's actually got some sort of melody under it like I don't know how to describe it in in a better way than that but the, the bass um, is a fretless bass and I think from that you get a lot of sliding around and it's a very clear bass sound over it. I don't know if you noticed that on this one, Pete. No, well, no. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm not musical, so... I'm, I'm oh, never big no, like, what, um, no, I, I got, no, yeah, I got the... Gem, I, I definitely got it. And I, I like the I like your word, um, use of the word elemental. I think that kind of fits well done. Um, the, for me, so as you know, I've kind of... I've taken to listen trying to get into death metal during um, work at yes. home and lockdown. For, I don't know why, but I did. And I'm probably explain this a bit, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, on a whim, I thought I'm going to try and list a one death metal album a day um, because I haven't got, uh, you know, it's, it's a music, it feels like I should be into it, but I've mm. never fully clicked. Um, so I've kind of, close to 40, 50 days now, I've kind of... <laughs> listen to one whole album a day um, and of stuff which, I, well, I say kind of stuff I should have heard, obvious stuff, and that started off that way, but then I've gone into suggestions and I'm getting some really weird stuff based on suggestions <laughs> now. So, and that, you know, the weirder the better. So, like, coming to Void Ceremony, you know, there, there is a kind of, you know, it is technical. Um, yeah. And from my, you know, very recent experience with all this, I kind of, I think there's two, two sides to tech death metal. And you've got one side who are kind of obsessed with fancy fretwork, um, you know, and making it sound technical. And, and it's almost clean is the wrong word for death metal, but it feels too cl- clinical. That's the word. Yeah. Too clinical and too, you know, and I don't like it at all. And then you've got the other side who use like the te- technicality to twist it and make it sound alien or demonic or yeah. like, or, you know, like completely weird and strange. And that I do like, and this is the latter, yeah. thankfully. You know, so yeah, I really enjoyed this. Yeah, it's really um, kind of it's a lot to deal with. Like it's it's a bit like Ulcerate or or, or you know, like we said, um, Portal. That, that kind of um, sludgy, difficult kind of almost impenetrable sound to begin with, and then you you realise you're listening to two or three distinct things going on at the same time and you're just like this is incredible just like really really interesting um they describe themselves as technical death metal but um like they describe themselves on on the um description at the bottom of um of 20 book spins kind of band camp um the the words technical death metal have become synonymous with banal machine like acrobatics for their own sake like you said yeah, earlier like i was saying yeah and they they um they've brought together what they've called, this is brilliant, a continuum of arcane alchemy and increasing internal entropy, which is a bit fluffy, but, you know, it gets the point across. Um, mm. But, yeah, I think what, what really stood out to me is, like, the beautiful bass playing on this. It's just, like, it's almost like it weaves a, a melody under the, um, the chaos that's going on, on around it, and it's just, like, you can't help but be drawn to it. And, um, yeah, uh, really interesting four minutes here. So... Um, yeah, you can get this at 20bookspin.com. Um, you can go to listen.20bookspin.com and listen to this. Um, we're going to just play it. So this is a song called Desiccated Whispers and it's off the album Entropic Reflections Continuum Dimensional Unravel. <laughs>
Okay, so we're going to close this week with uh, a band from France called Pilori. And yeah, I just thought this was amazing. Like, <laughs> really, yeah. really um, chuggy, kind of brutal stuff. Um, genre-wise, no idea. It's it's kind of dark, yeah. deathy. It's got a bit of hardcore. Hard, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, um, did you find some they're... review then, Pete? Uh, no, funny if it came through for review today, but it's out on Friday. It's out the day this, the whole album's out um, on the day this podcast comes out. I think it's been delayed a bit because it was due out a couple of weeks ago. Um, so I haven't had a chance to listen to the whole album yet, just this one pre-release track. Um, but they're a band I'm, you know, I'm aware of. They they put out, the first time I kind of um, knew of them, they put out a split with a band called Dakmar, who are uh, an American um a kind of crusty hardcore band but with kind of black metal influences who do 20 minute songs right. and they wow. put out an album who which i had instantly adored it's it's a, i've got the kind of 12 inch one track per side and it's incredible anyway so they so kind of when i got into that i, I kind of listened to their back catalog and found below we do that and you know really enjoyed them and um so you know got was made aware this was coming out and this sounds um you know, just one track in this sounds them, you know, like peaking. You know, they've grown. But, you know, I've, I've enjoyed them before, but this sounds incredible. It features uh, Dylan Walker from Full of Hell, and get, right. you know, guest vocals yeah. on it. Um, so, you know, you can see where kind of that kind of helps with kind of, uh, you know, publicizing it, but the whole album was bound to be great. Just, you know, this, it, it, it does churn, it, it, it's got a real crunch to it. It, it sounds, um, sounds really full you know it's a real full sound i love it but but yet towards the end it's got kind of an eeriness to it um i don't know i can't i, I can't put my finger on, on what it is it, it just it, it's definitely got that full of hell spirit hasn't it it's got that kind of um menacing mm. um thing that like the that the album uh, weeping choir had yeah it's just that kind of intensity and unpleasantness and intent that's there and i think that's what what comes across in this track like particularly like the, it it chugs like um like an amazing hardcore breakdown but they use that to like brutal kind of punishing effects rather than like here's a cool bit it's like actually this is kind of punctuating the anger that's that's here mm. um so yeah incredible stuff really kind of what what a statement of intent if that's their first yeah. track that they've released for this um, yes yeah. yeah, I can't wait to hear the rest of this one. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we're going to play the opening track off this. Uh, so it's called uh, Curla Bet Mur. And it, yeah, features Dylan Walker of Full of Hell. So, yeah, enjoy. And we'll see you next week. <laughs> 